It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. The Reds just improved their pitching staff. In a very awesome way, Nick Martinez brings the kind of talent that this pitching staff has needed for many, many years. I'm very much excited about this, and you should be too. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily source of all things Cincinnati Reds. I am Stephen Offenbaker. He's Jeff Carr, and we love baseball. We love these Cincinnati Reds. We have taken our love for the game, our love of the Reds, and we have turned it into information for you. Locked On Reds is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On today's bonus episode, because, you know, we said we did our show for today, yesterday, and we weren't going to be back till tomorrow, but the Reds had other ideas because they went out and signed another pitcher. That's right. Nick Martinez is the newest member of the Cincinnati Reds. And we're going to dive right into this, Jeff, because here's the question. Is he a starter? Is he a reliever? I don't know, but he is good. Yes, he is. And I think that they're going to begin by putting him in the rotation, at least for spring training. The amount of money that they signed him for is not something that you sign a Swiss Army relief pitcher. I'm going to call him the Swiss Army pitcher because I think he can do everything. And he did everything for the Padres last season. He made nine starts. He pitched in relief. And just about every time he pitched in relief, he pitched multiple innings of relief. He even got a couple of saves for the Padres last year. So literally, he pitched in the beginning, he pitched in the middle, and he pitched in the end. It just depended on where the team needed him. And there's something that Nick Martinez brings to this team that David Bell's been talking about for the last couple of years. David Bell talks about, you know, it's so valuable to have a relief pitcher that can go multiple innings. We haven't had that. They've tried. They've, you know, they've, they've stretched out Fernando Cruz or they've stretched out TJ Antone or they stretched out Ian Jabot or something like that. And I really think it all it did was just make them more tired, more fast. Nick Martinez is the kind of guy that can pitch multiple innings and be very good doing it. This, this signing, I believe, is absolutely fantastic. The details of the deal, it's a two-year contract for $26 million. There is an opt-out for Nick Martinez after year one. So there's a little bit of he can bet on himself 
if he goes out, if he's a starting pitcher this year and he pitches really well, then he can go back to the free agent market and get even more money. You got to love, which by the way, too, like shout out to Nick Martinez for what he did because he opted out. He had two more years left on his deal with the Padres, two years and 16 million. He only made three and a half million last year. He went from making three and a half million to 13 million. Congrats, dude. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and and with that one-year opt-out, with that amount of money when you're looking at this contract, I see this as a starting pitcher tryout. Uh, yes. Everything, when you look at this deal, when you look at how he's been used in the past, if you look at the Reds' needs, uh, it, it seems to me that this contract is structured for a guy that wants to be a starter in Major League Baseball, needed to find a place that would give him the opportunity to do that. And then if he does it and is successful, he gets to opt out and go get paid. Uh, because the second year, the second year of this contract is uh, a pay cut. It goes from nearly 14 million dropping down to around 12 million in the second year if he doesn't exercise the opt out. So the way I see this, uh, he's going to be in the starting rotation. Uh, that raises a lot of questions for me, Jeff. That's going to be a whole nother show down the road. So put a little pin in that because I have some concerns. Uh, my question to you then would be this. If he is going to be a starter, is he the starter that you've been waiting for? No. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that this will be one of those things we can put. We can kind of like earmark this move and come back to it and see just how good he did. Because if he pitches really well as a starter, then Nick crawl is going to look like a genius because look at how a lot of the starters are going right now in the free agent market. We're talking 20, 25, $30 million. If he gets himself a bona fide starting pitcher for $14 million, that means that he made a pretty good deal. Now make no mistake about it. Cause you mentioned like, this is like a tryout type thing for him. He actually pitched pretty well as a starter last year. Nine starts. So he made a total of 63 appearances. Nine of them were starts. He had a 2.3 ERA in 42 and two-thirds innings as a starter. Now, that does mean nine starts, 42 and two-thirds. You can do a little bit of math there. He didn't really average five innings a start. So he did have some shorter starts. But I think that's because the Padres really only used him as a spot starter. They pitched him mostly out of the bullpen, and then when they needed him to start, he would start. I think that this is going to be kind of the reverse. He's going to begin the season as a starter for the Reds, and then as the season goes along, if you're talking about a healthy Nick Lodolo, Hunter Green, Graham Ashcraft, Andrew Rabbit, you're talking about a bunch of guys that are making steps forward, making strides in their career, then you can reevaluate what Nick Martinez's role is to this team. But it's first and foremost as a starting pitcher. But when you say, is he the starting pitcher? I don't believe so. I think that this tells me two things, that Nick Kroll has come into this offseason ready to improve the pitching staff with quantity and quality. And I think that the move that they make, and, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, and then I kind of wavered. I'm like, well, they could sign a free agent, but now I'm more sure than ever. They're going to make a trade for a guy like Bieber or Glasnow or Cease or somebody, and they're going to bring that guy in via trade. And then you're talking about a Bieber and a Martinez added to these young pitching, these young pitchers that the Reds have. Let's go. And and if and if the Brewers get rid of Corbin Burns, then the Reds have the best pitching staff in the division. And I will accept no arguments. Well, it's interesting because you're right. There could be another starting pitcher move 
on the horizon. Uh, there also could be an outfielder move on the horizon. And I think it's worth having a little conversation about what that move could be or what we think they will actually do next. But let's save that, Jeff, for yeah. uh, coming on the other side of the break. Get us I, over I, I like that idea because uh, we're having a lot of fun talking about the addition of Nick Martinez. And I tell you what, if you want to have a lot of fun when it comes to the NFL, when it comes to college football, we got the championship weekend, uh, lots of fun games going on there. Iowa's playing. So the only time that I will ever say this is take the under whenever Iowa is playing, but take the under. Uh, and, and there's so many great things going on. You've got NBA, you've got college basketball. UC looks really good. That weird game at Howard, notwithstanding. Lots of great stuff to get into. And FanDuel is the best way to turn your sports knowledge into cash. They've got a great offer for new users. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on today and place a $5 money line wager. If it wins, you're going to get $150 in bonus bets back. You're going to get more money on top of the money that you win. FanDuel wants you to have fun they've got so many different ways in which you can do that they've got the money lines they've got point spreads over unders which i usually say take the over unless i was playing and they've got prop bets galore whether you're talking about football basketball whatever i i I love to combine the prop bets in a single game you get a single game parlay you get bigger payouts and it's a great way to kind of double down on your fantasy team if you really like your fantasy team if you don't like your fantasy team don't do it but you can take FanDuel and really double down on your fantasy team by adding in those prop bets. I'm also looking at futures for the Reds to win the National League. Now, it might change a little bit. I think Nick Martinez and Emilio Pagan might move them up one. Right now, they're 20 to one to win the National League. Maybe they moved like 19 to one, but I'm telling you, when they start making the moves, when they bring in Shane Bieber, when they bring in uh, 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 Teoscar Hernandez, we might be seeing them become the fa- okay, maybe not the favorites, but it's definitely going to be shorter odds than 20 to 1. So jump in now. That's over fanduel.com slash locked on. New users, $5 money line bet that wins gets you $150 in bonus bets as well. Fanduel is the official partner of the NFL and the official sports book of Locked On. Thanks, as always, for making Lockdown Reds your first listen every single day, and welcome into this uh, live bonus episode. Thank you so much for joining us as we are celebrating the Reds being serious. That's the other thing that we kind of forgot to mention with all of this, because as the the offseason really hadn't even really started yet, I mean, the winter meetings are still in two weeks, but as we come closer to the winter meetings, we now understand that the Reds are really going for this. They're really trying. They're, they've got a plan moving forward. And we can talk about what that looks like moving forward. But I really think that you mentioned the outfielder, you mentioned the pitcher and things like that. I could see it being an outfielder. Now, there were rumors that the Rays are interested in maybe trading Randy Arazarena. Could they do a super trade for like, you know, a big blockbuster deal for Tyler Glass now and Randy Arazarena? I know this Cardinals fans would hate that. And anything that the Cardinals fans hate, I love. Well, there's a couple of things here that i would jump into uh sorry i had a little feedback there uh first off i want to jump to this from from joseph the castellini's opening the checkbook i really can't believe it hey that's why i'm wearing the green today for the youtube viewers um green color of money um i i'm i'm happy with this uh 
Stephen McCoy also checked in and said that these moves look like upgrades over Farmer and Lively. Uh, I think that's a pretty decent take. The, the question you have to ask yourself is where uh, Martinez ends up for the entire season. Is he a starter the whole year? Is he a reliever the whole year? What, is it, what does it really mean? Uh, I think, as we said there in the first segment, starter first, see what happens as far as the health of everybody development of everybody else but that could mean uh, and you and i've had this conversation kind of half-heartedly jeff but the signing of nick martinez for the rotation could mean that we see brandon williamson in the bullpen uh depending mm -hmm. on how everything shakes out in goodyear uh, at the beginning of 2024 williamson lodolo i you know there's been some talk about you know do you ramp up lodolo in the bullpen just to make sure that you know the leg is healthy but th this opens up so many more options and that's why I've been standing on the table, say, go get a starter because you can add veteran guys to this rotation and allow the young guys to not necessarily feel pressure to figure it all out. Because as much as we say the contention window is opening and make no mistake, it is the key to that contention window staying open is that you keep your young phenomenal talent in situations where they are not like overstretched or situations where they are not overmatched. And I think that that is so key in adding veteran pitching. And I do agree with that assessment. You know, I mean, you think about what Ben Lively did. He did pitch out of the bullpen just a little bit, pitched as a starter. And as, as much as his performance as a starter in a vacuum wasn't all that great, it was very clutch for a starting rotation that was just in such flux for most of the year. Nick Martinez could be that guy that maybe through the first half of the season is a starter. And then as we get into the stretch run can kind of transition into being a long man, that, that guy that bails out a young pitcher who's having a rough day. And maybe we got to pull him in the third inning or something. You can then put in Nick Martinez and he could pitch three, four, five innings and really save the rest of the bullpen. And that could be so clutch. We, we we talked about I've talked about this for years. How I wanted the Reds, and I think of a couple of years ago, whenever the Brewers had Brent Suter and um, and I'm blanking on the other guy's name. Oh, it was Adrian Hauser before they moved him into the rotation. They used those guys as swingmen, spot starters slash long relief pitchers. I've wanted the Reds to have that guy for so long. Nick Martinez is that guy. So one thing we're not taking into account is that it's possible. Nick Martinez goes into this rotation and is so good that he just is part of this rotation. Uh, and I mm -hmm. think, and I think that's what Nick Martinez is banking on. That's what the contract tells me that Nick that's Martinez for, yeah. that for sure. So that leaves the reds with some decisions that they still need to make. I'm glad you mentioned the Tampa Bay deal or the Tampa deal. I guess we're not Tampa Bay anymore. I don't know. It's hard to keep up. Everybody keeps changing uh, names, yeah. uh, but that's going to hurt. I mean, from from a standpoint of what it will take to pull a deal off that involved both of those guys, the player prospect capital on that is is gonna hurt. I I, I like be a the Dylan Cease type trade. That'd be yeah, a I like I like that they're doing things right now just by spending Bob's money. That makes me happy. Uh, there is no pain for me in that at all. They can keep doing that. Uh, where they sit right now is they have added for sure a right-handed relief pitcher. They've added probably a right-handed starting pitcher to the rotation. That means they still absolutely have to go out and get a left-handed relief pitcher, I think, to go along with Sam Mole. And, yep. and to, hear your, to hear your take on this, you're still hoping for another starting pitcher. 
and then they need to address the outfield. So there's still a lot of work to be done. But here we are, still not even into December. We haven't reached the winter meetings, and it seems to me that there has been a clear path. Uh, Nick Crawl has had this plan kind of cooking, and that everybody that was you know a little um, critical about with their uh, poke the reds with the stick me and yeah. everything else. I think that was a little premature. It, it seems that, that Nick's kind of had the situation going on all along. Uh, and, and this is reassuring. I, I think that's the big takeaway from the last couple of days. I feel reassured yes. that, that Nick crawl is, is seriously working this plan and the things that they have been telling us this off season, even Bob, uh, I don't know if you had a chance to see my article over at inside the reds, where I joined you. I don't know if you've read that yet, but uh, one of the things I cited there was that Bob at the owner's meeting said the Reds are going to be spending. And, and, and you hear that as a Reds fan and I you get to sure. you, you roll your eyes and you say, whatever. And, and you go back to seeing what was going on with the Bengals at the time. But it, it seems he was telling the truth. And Nick Crawl said mm-hmm. he had a budget and he had a plan and he had a uh, room to add. And we all are kind of like, yeah, okay, we'll see if Bob really lets you because, you know, that's not been the case. And everybody did that thing, that that Cincinnati naysaying, I don't believe it, and, and I get why we're that way. But maybe, maybe they're actually telling us the truth now. Yeah, and I think there, there was also a little nugget that you and I were privy to as well that they were in on Sonny Gray, not to the point where everybody's like, oh, yeah, I'm sure they threw him like a couple of dollars. And then he was like, well, obviously, I'm going to St. Louis. What we heard was he got offered the same money, same years that St. Louis offered. And ultimately, they just made the decision to go to St. Louis. So it's it's more evidence that they are ready to spend. They are taking this seriously as much as we might think, you know, Oh, they're going to go out and hit this waiver wire deal and get this guy. That's not where they are anymore. And Nick crawl knows this. Nick crawl understands how to build a bona fide contender. I trust him based on the moves that he made to build this team into a long-term, hopefully long-term success. So with that being said, I trust him to make the necessary moves, whether it be trades, whether it be signings that are going to do this. And I think that these two deals prove to me that as they build the team and when they see that there's a hole or a need, they're not necessarily going to go out and spend five, six, seven year contracts on guys, but they will get short term investments that are, are a little bit of the player gambling on short term contract but also not a huge gamble for the Reds as a whole. You know, it's interesting when you look at these two contracts that have been handed out in the bullpen. Uh, Pagan was what, 9 million? Do I got that right? I don't have my notes yes. from yesterday in front of me. 9 million, another, another 13, 14 today on Martinez. So, you know, you're right at about half of that $50 million that we talked about. Only half. So there is still a lot of room to play with here as far as a left-handed pitcher, an outfielder, uh, another starting pitcher. It's going to be interesting what how, what the next shoe that drops is going to look like. I, I still, I'm not convinced it's going to come via trade, Jeff. I really, I, I really wonder if there's another big move coming, maybe, uh, maybe for Reds Fest, Maybe <laughs> Carlton, absolutely right. No Thursday show. Nick Carl said, hold my beer. That's right. He yeah. sure did. Um, 
it makes me wonder if the if there's another Reds Fest uh, timed move coming, or if it's going to be something at the winter meetings. I, I would, you know, I, listen. I am all in on a Teoscar Hernandez announcement from the center stage at Reds Fest. Uh, that would be, that would be pretty I'm, sweet. And I'm done doubting them because I said that yeah, we're probably not going to see a move before Reds Fest, but we'll see some moves at the winter meetings. Sorry. I'm sorry, Nick. I, I doubted you and I shouldn't have done that. I mean, I said that all along, I trust you, but I, I thought this micro thing, I'm like, yeah, it's probably not going to be that quick. And in 24 hours, we've completely revamped the pitching staff and I absolutely love it. And I think that there's more on the way. They're not done. And I don't think it's, it's ironic to see because think about this, Steve, the two guys that they've signed now officially are the two highest paid players on the team right now. Emilio Pagan, and Nick Martinez. I still think there's another move coming that will probably make a little bit more sense to be the highest paid player on the team. And I said, and I, I made the, I made the bold claim that they're going to spend the most that they've ever made on a free Asian contract. And I still think they're going to do that. You know, the other piece that I just, I just want to kind of briefly pay attention to how many years in a row have, have the reds gone out and signed free agents and i'm going to put air quotes around that because it was waiver wires bottom of the barrels retreads reteaching projects mm. how nice is it to sign pitchers that don't have to be fixed they don't have yeah. to be fixed they can just show up to goodyear and start pitching uh, i don't know i don't know how to i don't know how to act with that it's 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 a little bit different and we're not talking about uh, guys that got signed to one-year deals with team options that they're obviously going to try and trade before July if they're any good at all, like a Will Myers or a, a Tommy Pham or something like that. <laughs> it's a it's a nice feeling to to know that we are signing, we are we are seeing the Reds sign these guys that are legitimately for the Reds to make a playoff run. No, absolutely. All right, Jeff. I think for this special bonus edition, that's probably a good stopping point. Listen, folks, you know, we said there wasn't going to be a Thursday episode, and here we are. Uh, we are back at you live for the regular Aloha Friday Live uh, coming up tomorrow, uh, unless they do something else. I guess I'm not going to say that we won't be back before then. Maybe I will. Jeff, we will not have to do another live with breaking news between just keep now saying that he's just gonna keep saying aloha <laughs> friday edition of the show get us out of here man and thanks everybody for checking out today's bonus edition we will be in your feed all off season long as the reds continue to make moves i mean how about this uh, thanks everybody for joining in here and and, and the the spotify wrapped people that you're sharing with us on on twitter that's it's very humbling i appreciate everybody that that takes time out of their day to talk some reds with us because uh, this team's interesting in the off season. Finally, we're, we're talking about a fun team instead of like, you know, well, maybe they might do something. They're doing things. And we're going to be here every step of the way as they continue to do things because we will be locked on reds every single day. No, they're absolutely not going to sign Tay Oscar today. They won't do it. It's not <sighs> psychology hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today